name is Tommy D. The show is called Philanthropy and Focus, and I am the nonprofit sector connector. Every single week on this program, it's got to be something like 60 weeks in a row. Uh, we did take two weeks off for the holidays. That's true last year. But um, every week, I'm going to bring you leaders of nonprofit organizations. What are we doing here? Well, they're here to tell their story, and I'm here to help them do that and also amplify their message. It's funny. One of my guests this morning <laughs> texted me, I think it was last night, and said, we are amplifying philanthropy and focus. And I was like, whoa, you're not allowed to do that. I mean, you're, I'm supposed to amplify you. Now you're amplifying me. Very, a lot of amplification going on. That's all I can share with you guys. Why do I do this? Look, I'm passionate about the nonprofit sector. I tell you this all the time. If you've plugged in before, if you've never heard of me before, well, welcome. I'm Tommy D. Nice to meet you. But if you've never heard this, the deal is nonprofits change our world each and every day. They make incredible impact. And I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission to tell these stories and let you all know what's going on. I talk about going out and doing days of service with organizations. Yeah, that's important. It doesn't mean, like I'm on this campaign, which is not on hiatus, but I've just been real busy, but of 60 days of service. I'm not saying everybody should do 60 days. I'm not saying everybody should do six, but get involved. Get involved in your community. Get involved at the soup kitchen. Get involved with an organization like we're going to be talking to this morning. Do something to support the nonprofit sector. A couple of things I want to just get out of the way so you're aware of. It is the year, this year, the 10th anniversary of the Long Island Imagine Awards, which is where I hail from. I'm sure the Long Island Railroad will remind us of that as the train comes a cruising through. Choo-choo, as it usually does whenever I take myself off of mute. But uh, the Long Island Imagine Awards, 10th anniversary in April. And the New York City Imagine Awards applications phase is, is open right now. So go to nycimagineawards.com. That might be an, an application coming in right now, or it could be, I just didn't shut off my outlook. One of those two things might've happened there. So look, what we do is we tell stories, amplify the message for organizations. I want to greet my guest. We're going to share some media. I'm going to share some stories. We have a lot to, to get into today. So let me introduce our guests right now. So Bill Riley is here. Tammy Ellen McLaughlin is here from Sober St. Patrick's Day. Come on off of mute. Say good morning to the crowds, the people listening, the people watching on Facebook. I got to say two things to you both. Welcome to the show and welcome to my attic. What's going on? <laughs> Great, Tommy. Great to be here. This is Bill. Uh, I love what you do, and I'm really excited to share our story today. Well, thank you, Bill. Thank you for saying that. I love what I do, too. It makes things easier to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> you love what you do, for sure. How about you, you, Tammy? How are you yeah, today? Thank you, Tommy D. Tammy L. McLaughlin, zooming in from Manhattan. NYC, and baby. Ha happy to be with you all. And, you know, this may sound strange, but I've been in your attic before. <laughs> I don't know, since like <laughs> September, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good it's, it's a good place to be. So thanks for having us. We are we are schoolmates. Yes, I love to tell people that I go to school. I'm sorry, I can't meet with you on Thursday night. I have school. I have to go to school on Thursday night. I love saying that because it makes me feel like I'm I'm a young kid again. Um, and I think it's also inspiring to say I'm going to school or back to school because um, we're never too old to go back. We're never too old to learn. And what what Tammy and I are referring to is we are in a cohort with the Institute for Nonprofit Practice and a course certificate program. And we happen to be in a smaller group together that meets in the second session. And we have great people that we're connecting with. And I love that. I'm learning so much and I'm learning that I don't know all that much about the nonprofit sector. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to learn more today than I knew yesterday. And I'm certainly the influence, same, same. Right? Same, right? Yeah. the influence of the people we share space with there 
um, whether it be different conversations around philanthropy and, and fundraising, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is certainly an important topic that we talk about with le some level of regularity. And I would happen to be in a, a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, uh, Zoom call, we hadn't connected in a while. And we just were talking about how eye-opening of an experience this coursework has been for me, you know, not fundraising, not that that isn't part of it, but it's this, the, the, the social part of what we're talking about. And I don't mean Facebook. I mean, connecting and learning about each other. So talk about learning. What we're going to do today is we're going to learn about this organization called Sober St. Patrick's Day. And I will just kind of put this out there. It's something I've shared on the show before, although I don't make a big deal and, and wave a whole banner about it. But I haven't had a drink, an alcoholic beverage in 11 years. September 21st, 2010 is the date when that all stopped for me. And I will say prior to that, I was a bartender, grew up in the bar business. By the time I was 18, 19 years old, I was tending bar like four nights a week. Um, we didn't always need excuses to drink. It was part of what we did. And then when St. Patrick's Day came along, it became another thing where we drank more. And um, it, that's not the culture. And we're going to talk about the culture, the Irish culture today. And that's not, that's not St. Patrick. It's not about going out and getting drunk and belligerent. And I'm not really passing judgment on having a cocktail. I don't do it. It isn't right for me, but people can do what they want. It's the binge, the excessive drinking that sort of gives a black eye. And, and in, um, you know, to, to this, this particular holiday and to the culture. Um, and there is a lot of negative stuff said about the Irish when it relates to drinking. So we'll probably touch on some of that today, but we're really gonna touch on this alternative that Sober St. Patrick's Day has created for those who want to enjoy the culture and put the drink aside. So we'll talk about that. And, and Bill is certainly going to, uh, to tell me where I might have made some miscues just there if I'm not getting the message right, which is why they're here. It's not just me telling the story. It's them telling their story and I'm helping navigate. So I thought we would start out and Bill and Tammy and I talked about this. So for those of you who are listening I would encourage you to go to SoberStPatrick'sDay.org later on when you're not driving your car or riding a scooter or whatever reason you're not watching us visually right now. Um, and if you are watching us, well, then forget everything I said and just pay attention to the video I'm going to share. I'm going to share about two minutes of the video. I think it, Bill and I and Tammy talk about it. I think it gives a really nice context to start from. And it's at, on the website SoberStPatrick'sDay.org. So just bear with us a second while I share my screen and we will make this happen very quickly. So this is right on the website for you all to check out later on, Sober St. Pat. Now, contrary to popular belief, booze does not have to necessarily be a part of St. Patrick's Day celebrations. McGee Hickey found a place where revelers are deliberately sober. Sober St. Patrick's Day, to many people, totally impossible. But there are 500 people down the street from where I'm standing now who are still celebrating and they are still sober. that could possibly happen 
This is something that I would have dreamed about for years. And that's why I came to New York. that wasn't, you know, crazy, and uh, as soon as we heard about this week, we got our tickets. Like, this is what I've been looking for. I remember who I insult today, and I can wake up on the 18th of March knowing who I did insult. We can do so much more about this day if we really focus on the depth of the culture of St. Patrick's Day. So we're going to leave the video there. I'd like you to, if you, to check out the website to hear the rest of that. But I, I think it's Malachi McCourt. <laughs> kind of, I, I resemble that remark there. Uh, you know, I tell people the conversations I used to forget in my 20s. I remember everything now. <laughs> so it's certainly a benefit, uh, many benefits to to not having the drink, but um, uh, reclaim the day, Bill, reclaim the day. I mean, McGee Hickey says for many people, it's totally impossible. I don't know, McGee, but I, I, you know, I don't think it's impossible, but I think I could understand the challenge of the day, right? I grew up in this culture, this, this bar culture. I grew up in my, my mother's family uh, is of Irish descent and um, the Feenies and the Coxes and the Cunninghams and on and on. And, you know, I don't blame it that, you know, the other side of the family drinks as well. So, so it's not that, not that, but it wasn't, it wasn't difficult to kind of reach to having cocktails, right? They were for, for us always around. Um, so it says, when she says for many people, it was, it's totally impossible. Well, it sounds like that's what you uncovered as well, Bill. And you said, well, there is a possibility here and let's look at this a different way. So Bill, would you take it away and, and tell me why this happened? What what created this? What was the reason behind it? And and I have, I'm sure I'll have questions throughout, but please ask me, uh, tell me what's going on. What yeah, happened? happy to. Actually, it's a really um, short story and very simple. Um, 11 years ago on St. Patrick's Day, I was outside of St. Patrick's Cathedral watching the parade go by, feeling really proud and, and Irish marching bands, feeling just great. And then out of the corner of my eye, Tommy, I saw this kid, he was about 22, and he was drunk as a skunk, holding a can of beer with a bunch of his friends who were equally wasted, and he was wearing a t-shirt, and the t-shirt said, St. Patrick's Day today, hung over tomorrow, yeah. and right away, I, well, I, I kind of, I, I didn't pass judgment on him, I just went up to him, and I, I smiled, and I said, hey, that's a pretty wild t-shirt, man, where'd you get that? And he said, oh, isn't it cool? They, they, I got it in the mall in New Jersey. They mm. sell a million of them. Yeah. And right then and there, a light bulb went on. And I said, wow, what if next year in 2012, we actually had a rip-roaring party with world-class entertainment, musicians, dancers, storytellers, comedians, and really brought everybody together in one place that really celebrated what the day is supposed to be about. And so that's where the phrase reclaim the day comes from. Um, and so, um, you know, because in the old days, in, in, even in Ireland, you know, the, the pubs were closed on. I Saint saw Patrick's that day. as that video continues. And I watched the whole video five times this morning. Right. But as it continues, you see that 
I go, the pubs are closed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. We were trained to think that this is the day, right? Like trained, brainwashed, socialized, whatever the terminology we want to use. Right. And, you know, like that's what we did that day, right? You know, you had your corned beef and cabbage, you have your soda bread right. and, and you have a bunch of drinks, right? But that's not what that's not what happened on, on the other side. And, and maybe we can even, and I did do some Wikipedia stuff on, on St. Patrick. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll talk about that with the culture, but I want to read your mission statement real quick if I can. So this is who they are. This is who we are. I feel like I'm part of the group now. So I'll say it. this is who we are. The mission of sober St. Patrick's day is to reclaim the true spirit of St. Patrick's day by changing the perception and experience from an occasion for binge drinking and other misuse of alcohol to a celebration of the richness of Irish culture and the legacy of St. Patrick. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. That is what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We do go, we go to breaks occasionally, and this is one of those occasions where we're going to go to a break. Camille okay. McLaughlin, Bill Riley are here in my attic. We'll be right back. 90 seconds. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. I gotta make a quick announcement. I just got an email last evening from the Associated Press letting me know, congratulations, Tommy, you have the only theme song with the word attic in it. So we're very proud of you. None of that is true. But I, I just thought of it during the break and I figured I would make it up and tell you guys that that was true. It's not true. The AP, it was it was the New York Times that sent me that email. So look, Brendan Levy, my good friend, we call him Uncle Brendan over at the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, which I talked to, to Bill and Tammy about the other day. But Brendan wrote that song. I, I, he's singing it. He wrote the music. I did part of the lyrics. I've argued it was sort of a Lennon and McCartney thing. 
if it doesn't work out, we'll battle it out in court one day. But uh, you can even put Levy before Demisa if you want to when we in the credits of that song. That's my theme song, everybody. I don't know why I have to tell you 90 seconds about the theme song. You just heard it. But we're in the attic. The organization is Sober St. Patrick's Day reclaiming the day that's what bill and tammy are here to tell me about reclaiming the day you know bill i i mentioned it and and not to be kind of cute about it but i i was that kid with the t-shirt you know that you talked about you know no i wasn't that young man that you spoke to 10 years ago but i was that kid you know out in front of fao schwartz when fao schwartz was there and you know along the along the route um and spent a lot of years partying on this day um let's talk about culture let's talk about what we're what you know, the, the Irish culture, the, if you can, the, the St. Patrick's legacy and things like that, uh, and, and really how much more there is here than, than what, what we see. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's amazing how much we've lost um, in, in, because the drunkenness has just overshadowed everything. And Tommy, it's important for people to know this. We're not against people having a drink on the day at all, at all. In fact, it's a, it's a glorious thing, okay? We're just against people having eight or nine drinks on the day. Um, and yep. particularly among young people where binge drinking year round is higher than it's ever been. And unfortunately, St. Patrick's Day now has become the number one day of the year for the introduction of binge drinking among high school and college kids. So that's a sweet spot for us because the truth is 40 years ago, I was that kid too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's what we did. We did it because that's what our big brothers did. Or that's what we watched. We watched it. We watched it. I mean, it was like, I remember leaving Floral Park train station. Yeah. I attended bar in Floral Park and we, we you know, it's nine right. o'clock. Everybody's starting to get, it's spring. <laughs> spring was starting to sprung. Spring had sprung. It was getting nice out, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, this is great, man. Nothing better than day drinking, right? <laughs> Nothing better than morning drinking, right? No, that's not good because two o'clock in the afternoon, you're in big trouble. And then, you, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, so so really, what we've what we we're reclaiming, and what a lot of people have lost sight of is, I mean, I believe that the Irish are the friendliest and kindest people on the planet. There's just something built into their DNA that's so welcoming, and uh, so we want to welcome everybody. I mean, I like to say that our party is for such a huge audience. It isn't just for people in recovery at all. It's for moms with kids who want to go to a safe and, and joyous place on the day because they all say, I'm not going to those pubs because it's insane and I can't bring my kids yeah. there. But also, quite frankly, and for raising money, any not-for-profit you know, that's trying to raise money, which you know, uh, I, I can't imagine who wouldn't want to give us money. <laughs> and I mean that sincerely, as long as you're not planning to get wasted. And you know, we intentionally won't take money from the alcohol industry because... Um, I, I honestly believe they'd throw money at me. I really mm-hmm. believe that, you know, and they're yeah. hiding under drink responsibly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to go there. Um, but my point is, in, to answer your question about, you know, the Irish culture, there is such an amazing thing that I think a lot of people overlook. And that is Irish culture is intergenerational. You can have a six-year-old kid doing uh, set dancing or step dancing, mm-hmm. right? with somebody who's 56 or quite frankly, 96. Um, And trad music, traditional Irish music is played as a gathering thing um, for people of all uh, ages to to get together. So our party is a great intergenerational mix because what we wanna do is show off. We actually wanna show off how good this talent is, how beautiful the music is and the voices and, you know, our dancers are probably the best step dancers in the Northeast, the Donnie Golan School of Irish Dance. Um, so that's what we want to reclaim. We want to reclaim what the day was originally about, 
because as I say, you know, it was really New York that screwed things up, Tommy. I, I you know, I, I thought that. And again, I only know that. I grew up yeah, out here yeah. on Long Island, right? You, yep. you used to yeah, go yeah. into the was, It wasn't until the late 90s in Ireland when, when uh, the tourism board thought, oh, you know, we could actually increase tourism if we promoted St. Patrick's Day. Um, and as a result, in Dublin and in Belfast, then, uh, you know, with a lot of Americans coming, um, they began to clone pretty much what New York was doing. And then now that's spread all over the place. Mm. Um, so um, uh, it's really just unfortunate. And, and that's really what we're about. We're, we're, we're about uh, a great time. Um, we don't, we don't want to rain on anybody's parade, say you shouldn't have a drink, right. you know, as long as you're not in recovery and you're of age. Right, right. Um, but, but really, it's a joyous day to celebrate why this was originally created. I love that. I love all of that where it's not, you know, uh, teetotalers and, and, you know, saying, yeah. Hey, look, you know, rain, like to your point, we're not trying to rain on other people's parade uh, parade, but right. <laughs> see, we did that with the parade, right, but right. the whole idea is to be thoughtful. Right. Yes. And, and, and recognize the culture. Right. Yeah, and, it was, yeah. it was Tammy last year who, who reminded me that, you know how when you're in bars and, and people might say lachaim, you know, which is the, is the Jewish word, Israeli word for, um, uh, excuse me, Hebrew word for, um, and, and we say shlanta, shlanta, which yep. is Irish, right? And most people clinking glasses in bars on St. Patrick's Day, when they say shlanta, they're not thinking what the word means. The word actually translates to health. Yeah. So That's Tammy, T Tammy, you were the one that kind of brought that back. Come, yeah. come into this conversation, Tammy, please. Oh, hi, thanks, Tammy, guys. Uh, as the executive director, Tammy Ellen McLaughlin of Sober St. Patrick's Day. So I didn't know that I've heard you talk about slancha and to health, but talk to me about that. That was your uh, kind of takeaway. So I don't speak Gaelic, um, but I just, um, I guess, started to do a lot more research um, when I came, you know, joined the team with Bill, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, because when I was hired is right after the pandemic started, so everything was virtual. So I had a lot of time to sit here in my home office bedroom and do research, and I just kind of, I'm not really sure exactly how it happened, but it just, you know, I was researching, Googling, and I said, oh, wow, that's true translation. And I think I just kind of mentioned it in passing to Bill. I wasn't like, hey, check it out. And again, like you, like you see him describe the moment sober St. Patrick's Day was born, the light went off and it made a lot of sense. So we're trying to reclaim the day, but also reclaim slancha, which is a really good health focus for us. And that makes it even more exciting because yeah. there's so much to like to do there and program there and get folks involved. So. Yeah, just, just think of the flip of that, Tommy, to think about turning St. Patrick's Day into a healthy day. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, we're doing that with our running club that Jim Frawley has started. We're going to do a 5K in Central Park on the morning of. We're actually doing one every month um, to get people to, to join. Also, to, to, to brag about the, what, what happens in Ireland today, because, for instance, the food in Ireland is so much better than it was 20 years ago. Um, in fact, we're partnering with a thing called St. Patrick's Plate, which is a, a gourmet chef in Ireland that came up with these recipes that theoretically St. Patrick could have eaten himself in the fifth century um, using all these, you know, generic um, uh, herbs and spices and meats that, that existed in Ireland at the time. And we're, you know, sharing with people, you know, healthy food and really tasty food. So um, part of the health thing um, it is, is also part of the long range mission to this. Because when you read our mission statement, what clicked for me 
you know, I love to say, you know, that to change the experience and the perception of what St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day can be is a very tall order. Mm, sure is. What if we change the experience and the perception? Now, that's a huge mission. And it'll take, you know, years, probably long after I'm gone. But the reality is that's the beauty of what we think we've hit on which is by reclaiming the day. Um, and it's really about being proud of being Irish. It's really about being grateful for being Irish. It's also about sharing community uh, among people. It's about being healthy and being Irish. Um, and more than anything, it's, it's also recognizing who St. Patrick was. I mean, St. Patrick, St. Patrick was a slave, which most people don't know. Uh -huh. So Patrick, he was, so he he was Irish. Kidnapped, right? It wasn't Irish, right? right it was, right. was kidnapped by pirates. That's right. And I, what I thought was kind of, you know, growing up Roman Catholic, uh, you know, I, I, I found it interesting in, in the research this morning. Once he was put into slavery, yes. he, he was a shepherd. Yes. You know, he was taking care of the animals, and there's a lot there. And I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah. You know, he was that's, only 15. That's right. And he, he was a slave for six years, and then he actually escaped, which was unbelievable because if he got caught he'd, he'd have his head cut off and he he actually through the middle of the night 200 miles across ireland escaped went back to ireland um, and decided to become a priest um and they thought he was insane when he said he wanted to go back and he did and obviously he changed he changed um, ireland um not only by converting it but far more i think important is what's forgotten about him is the fact that he changed hearts and knew what it's like to be a slave and actually wanted to change the hearts of the people who enslaved him. So, you know, Bill, I, Bill I, I just, you know, there's a lot going on on social media with what, you know, today is the 25th of uh, February, the year 2022. So there's a lot going on in our world right now. And talk about changing hearts and the compassion we need to have yeah. for each other. And that's a constant theme I talk about in my yeah. world. It's, it's funny. Talk about compassion. I am super anxious right now because I hear children downstairs making noise. <laughs> And I, I have to find in my own world right now, it is President's Week. I have to find the compassion and gratitude to, to, to not during the break go down and like sort of break things up down there. But it, there, as we're experiencing as a people, as a planet, another tragic situation with war now. Yes. Uh, you know, you talk about he changed hearts and I happen to be on you know, on social media and, and seeing so much outcry for the people of Ukraine right now. And it, it just, we need to change our hearts. I, look, I, this show is, yes, it's, it's funny. I'm going to dance around. I'm going to tell stories. We're going to have great folks here, but there's a deeper message. We yeah. need to, as a society of people, as a species, look out for each other. I'm not, I'm not running for anything. I'm not the president of anything. I'm just a guy saying, God, why don't we just hug people freaking more and like care more and and be loving and compassionate and and we're gonna go to break before I get even more mushy and emotional yeah. and, the, and the whole thing. But I tell you this because Bill, what you're bringing out for me is is this theme. So St. Patrick changed hearts, right? I yeah. I see. Don't, don't don't call. Don't stall. Just call. Checking in. Yes, right. I know they're checking in and they they they're an organization that will be on the show at some point soon. But you know this is what we need to do as a people. And this is, if this show does anything aside from telling stories, it's, it's really trying to change us and That's make right. us more thoughtful about yeah. others. So and we're going to, you yeah, agree. Right? He changed hearts by forgiving. By forgiving, turn the other cheek. There was another guy who taught us that, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Jesus was, well, that was the message, right? Turn the yeah. other cheek, right? Be yeah. compassionate, be loving. We'll be right back. I'm Tommy D. This is Philanthropy and Focus. Tammy and Billy here. So was St. Patrick's Day. Howdy. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. I usually make a quick joke about that, about joining me in the attic. Don't show up on my porch or do show up on my porch. It's cold out. So if you do show up on the porch, I'll let you in. You come check out the attic. All right, look, this is the nonprofit sector connector. Wow, that's a big thing to say. So what am I trying to say? Christine Johnson introduced me to Mary Chiametti. And Mary, if I screwed up the last name, I love you and I'm sorry. But the organization CTC Wellness Foundation, Mary's checking in on Facebook. She checked in. Tammy Ellen and I are chatting in the chat. I'm watching Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm trying to do all these things. But um, Tammy says, is Mary the woman who mentioned the uh, post on LinkedIn? And yes, she is. So this organization, um, here's the story. Her son, Christian, um, they lost Christian due to a lack of education around alcohol abuse. Their organization, Don't Stall, Just Call, is, is saving lives. Up to this point, has educated 13,000 people, young people, around what we're talking about, Bill and Tammy, binge drinking, right? Not drinking as adults, right? Not not like underage drinking. I mean, I look, I remember, I remember, and, and I have my own kids, and now I will lower my voice because they are downstairs. But I remember being a stupid kid, 16, 17 years old, 15 years old, out at, out on the streets buying beer and drinking and it was not right and it was stupid but it's what we did it doesn't make it right it, it, it's, it's, it's but period it is what we did so mary we will be getting you on the show certainly we got to figure that out that's that's on me my assistant Sessie and i will work that out i'm like uh I, because this is a conversation that needs to be had and so mary appreciate you checking in on facebook um 
and we will, as I say, get you on here to sober St. Patrick's Day. Um, we talk compassion. We talk about culture. I want to talk about the day. I want to, I want, I, I plan on being there. I mean, look, I, I sort of like, I said, the, I was out with my wife and kids last night and I said, um, my wife had asked me, she goes, can you, um, there's this meeting for one of my children. Can you be on this call? And that was like a text message. And later on that night when we got to talking, I said, look, um, I think I'm marching in the St. Patrick's Day parade <laughs> that morning. So I'm not sure I can be on that meeting. We might have to move. She goes, all right, well, you're marching. And Tommy, your whole family is invited. We'd love to have you. Well, and that, that might be something else. Yes. Technically, we don't step off until two, but you still got to get on that LARR and get yourself to Manhattan. So we can what talk time? more about that. But 2 p.m.? That's okay. when we will literally step off onto the avenue. Yeah. Wow. So what time do they actually, st- the parade starts early, right? 11 o'clock? 11.30? Got After it. mass okay. at St. Pat's, the cathedral, right. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I've never marched in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I've certainly watched it for a bunch you of years. You know what, Tommy? Nor have I. Watched it <laughs> is that, is that, that, that true? Long. And I'll be marching up Fifth Avenue with Tammy for the first time. I mean, the fact that we've been invited to march is an enormously telling thing. I mean, the big boys have welcomed us in. And when we walk up that uh, avenue, we're actually going to also have our own marching band. One of our sister cities that does sober St. Patrick's Day in Connecticut, up in Mystic, Connecticut, it's the St. Edmund's Pipes and Drums. Uh, They'll be leading us. Um, So we'd love to have you come. As Tammy said, at two o'clock, we go up the avenue. Anybody who wants to march with us, um, you're welcome to do that. You just go online to register. It doesn't cost anything, obviously. And then the party is downtown right after that. The party starts at 4.30, um, downtown where the parade actually originated way back when at the old St. Patrick's Cathedral's Youth Center. Wow. Uh, And it'll go from 4.30 to 7. Tommy, it always sells out in advance. Every year it has. So if people want to go, they should buy their tickets now. They're cheap. We intentionally make this part of our mandate. it, to make it affordable to anyone so that the most expensive tickets are $20. It comes with, with a cold dinner and great entertainment and, and beverages, obviously. Um, and, um, and then for seniors and, and students, it's only $15 and for children 10 and under, it's only $5. And so, all that entertainment. I mean, we watched the video at the beginning right. of, of mm-hmm. we watched it at the beginning of the show. If you weren't here at the beginning of the show, or if, as I said, if you're listening only go to sober, st patrick's day all right not don't spell out saint all the way because i you won't get there <laughs> that's obvious spell it the right way although maybe you guys got to get that domain as well if you don't have it sober we, we might actually yeah. think bill must uh, had the foresight to do that so today. maybe it, maybe it sends you there anyway but either way why don't we just go the easy way sober stpatricksday.org.org as many of our nonprofits use the dot org really quick want to say hi to my i'm getting text messages um, my buddy, Brendan Levy, I don't know if he's listening to the show, but I texted him this morning to let him know that you all were coming on the show. He's the uh, biz dev manager of the Queens Chamber of Commerce and apparently the author of the song that introduces this 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 here philanthropy and focus program. Um, so what talk to me about some of the folks who are going to be the entertainers at, at the yeah. night of the event? Yeah, Um uh, John Whalen, who is a seven-time All-Ireland button accordion player, uh, Brian Conway, who's a five-time All-Ireland champion fiddle player, Brendan Dolan, who's an award-winning uh, keyboard player, 
Um, uh, the Donnie Golden dancers, as I say, are probably the best step dancers in the Northeast. They, they have performed every year for many years, as has John and, and Brian. Um, Flynn Cohen and Liz Simmons will also be um, performing. Um, there'll be some surprise guests that I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> um, but it's not me, right? I'm not, I don't have to do anything. No, you don't have to do anything but show up. That's all. I thought, no, I didn't know if I was going to have to tell jokes or something. I, I didn't know because that would be a that would be a mean surprise, Bill. If I got there and you're like, okay, and here's Tommy D. And, he, and I go, what am I supposed to do? I, I wasn't prepared. No, no, we, we actually we, we, we actually are pretty good at producing stuff so that, that it runs really smoothly. And um, but what's great also is that um, last year, because we had so many people um uh, see us because we because of COVID we couldn't do a live party. It'll just be, this will be our third year since doing a live party. We did a digital version, which mm -hmm. we're actually going to do as well this year. So we're really doing two parties: the digital version, which is primarily for people outside of New York who obviously can't come to the live party. Uh, people last year were watching it, you know, all through the United States and in Ireland and even in the Philippines and somebody in Russia. Um, so that'll go up on the seventeenth while our party is taking place in New York, and it'll go up promptly at 5 p.m. Uh, on YouTube as a YouTube premiere. So that's so all, if I wanted to get there, just, just sneak in here for a sec, if I wanted to get there, I would go to the website and I'm gonna, everything's gonna be driven at least to sign up and yes. it'll to take me to yes, YouTube. But you, need right? to, you need to register for it in advance, which is also done on our website. So it, it's really simple, Tommy. There, there are three things to register for on the website that you just said, soberstpatricksday.org. Um, one is to come to the party. Um, the other is to march in the parade with us. Mm -hmm. And the other is uh, to um, get the link to the YouTube premiere. But um, that'll go up at 5 p.m. On, on March 17th, and that'll run about an hour. Whereas I'm putting this all on Facebook, Bill, as we speak. That's why I look away. To I just shared the website on Facebook. I, I, so, so you can, everything will be driven from that, folks, whether you want to attend, whether you want to march, whether you want to go to the party after, or if you're not here in, in the tri-state area and cannot get into Manhattan that day, then you can check in, um, obviously, on the YouTube stream. Right. I have to make a, a quick, yes, Tammy, give me one sec. I just have to make a quick shout out to my friend, Steve Fry, who comes on after me. I think the answer to this question is yes. He wants to know, can we still drink Shamrock Shakes? Yes, Steve, from McDonald's Shamrock Shakes. You can drink them. The problem with that, good. I think, as and I, I, I is that mint? Because I've never actually had it. I swear, this is the truth. Never had a shamrock shake. Is Vanilla it like, shake with mint and green that, dye. That it's delicious. Right, well, it's delicious. All right. Well, uh, yes, Steve. The, the simple answer is yes. Very, very Just high so. in calories, I'm sure, but worth it, I think. So, <laughs> you think yes. so? All right, good. You had I endorse that. You endorse it. All right. You had something else you wanted to say, Tammy, other yeah, than the shake. Please. So I just wanted to um, talk a little bit more about the um, online uh, SSPD, our YouTube premiere, our global celebration will be our second YouTube premiere. So we went through a lot of pivoting as, as did everyone in the nonprofit world and, and went online as Bill explained. But because of that, we reached a, a very global audience, which was amazing, it was really amazing. And we had Samantha Kelly in Ireland helping us out as our ambassador and social media. She's a tweeting goddess. So that just took our reach and really it was, it was so fulfilling. So now that we're back to like in-person events and kind of hybrid, hybrid, you know, we didn't want to lose touch with that community. So that's a big focus for me and my team is to get that online presence, still make it 
connecting with the community, connecting with the diaspora, and um, just keeping that strong. Because, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it later, but we did receive a grant from the Irish government, and they, that's a real, you know, feather in our cap to say, yes, we like what you're doing, and you're keeping in touch with the diaspora, and you're trying to reclaim the day. So I just wanted to- Yeah, yeah, that's great, Tammy. I want to ask you, so so you and I actually met years ago um, through the Irish Business Organization, (laughs) you know, which- Again, I, I always ha- feel like I have to say I really do have Irish heritage. Like everybody stop looking at me and like just thinking I'm not Irish. I mean, I'm, I've, I've been to Ireland that people say to me, Tommy, you're Italian, right? I go, I've never been to Italy. I'm from Franklin Square. What that means for people on Long Island, you know, I, I'm, that's the thing is, um, where the heck was I going with this, Tammy? Um, the, 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 the Irish I, su- I swear I just go on a, a rant there and I lost my train of thought, everybody. That's how we're talking about diaspora and the global community. And now we're all so much more connected, I believe. I mean, it happened for us. I'm sure it happened to everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want I want to talk like this, the whole digital piece. I was that's what I was thinking of, too, is getting you more connected. I, I pulled up the Queen's Chamber of Commerce while while we're talking. This is why I lose my train of thought, because a 17th thoughts battling it out for supremacy at any given time inside the attic of the attic, if you get my drift. So, like, I want to tell you and I, I mentioned this the other day. Um, the, the Queen's Chamber of Commerce. I would like to offer, if if you want, to purchase a membership for Sober St. Patrick's Day to the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, if you believe that uh, that would be valuable. I think it would be valuable. I don't force it on anyone. I'll share uh, the Queen's Chamber website on the uh, on Facebook as well, because I think it's important for people to be aware of that. The 16th, I believe, is the St. Patrick's Day luncheon for the Queen's Chamber so Bill and Tammy, I would like to buy you guys a membership into the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, which I do oh, each month. Great, Tommy. That would be fabulous. Very generous. Thank you. And we love Queens. We love all the boroughs, right? So uh, I, I go to Queens quite a bit. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll make a we'll make a hookup with Brendan in the chamber and um and make that happen. So it is it is the 16th from 1130, the luncheon at Terrace on the Park, right over by City Field, where where our Metropolitans play uh 11 30 to 2 p.m so i'm sort of i guess promoting now the queen's chamber too here on the show so um the new york police department commissioner will be there uh kitchen sewell will be there uh, as a guest honoree at that event certainly a good place to network and connect and uh, depending on your guy's schedule leading up to to the next day uh i don't know if you can make it or not the thing i was going to say that the, the there's a 5k did you say bill morning of the parade yeah, um, Jim Frawley, um, Jim. Yeah. Uh, our treasurer, and um, uh, the he started our Sober St. Patrick's Day Running Club, again, also about health. Yep. Um, and Tammy can give you more details on it. But yes, the idea is that we want every St. Patrick's Day before the parade, early in the morning, to have people running. Um, they actually do it in Dublin and Martino Malia, who is the publisher of the Irish Echo and the former Lord Mayor of Belfast, um, is doing a global 10K. Uh, and we're latching on to that. Um, uh, and we will be the New York representative of that large global um, 10K. But Tammy can share more. Where about is that? that? Yes, Tammy, where is that taking place? Your 10K? Where is, is it in sure. New York? So, yeah, so our, I believe ours will be a 5K. And I believe Jim will be uh, meeting our running club members 
um, in Central Park, I think probably up by the Jackie Reservoir. That's where we've done our runs in the past. But what's also nice and important and goes back to the digital aspect, he has several runners on the Strava app that, you know, if they can't make it to New York for whatever reason, especially during COVID, they were running and talking and communicating on the Strava app. And one of them, I don't mind bragging a little bit, I don't think she would mind either, is our, our friend from the IBO, Liza Donnelly. She's a cartoonist for The New Yorker, and she live draws, and she's running marathons now uh, to raise money for cancer research. And yeah, she's just like a, you know, renaissance woman. So she joined us, and she, you know, shared with Jim and the board that she just likes the concept of Reclaim the Day, and kind of like we're telling stories about how we grew up, She she's just definitely into our mission and uh yeah so it, it, it attracts it, all types liza donnelly. Liza yeah. donnelly so liza i don't know if you're watching but i drew that picture of myself right there i'm actually uh, i'm a i'm sort of a cartoonist as well a renaissance <laughs> fan i don't know but maybe but i draw i only draw one picture it's that a picture of the character tommy d we talk about the character dude take a break we have to go to break okay tommy d if you say so we'll be right back we will close the show we're going to talk about the future of this organization what they need, how you can help, and let's talk connections. Philanthropy and Focus, Sober St. Patrick's Day. Right back. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host the program Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Uh, I used to make my guests early in the program start to sing the song with me, usually about this point in the show, but we won't do that. But maybe I can meet one of these incredible uh, Irish artists at the event and have them sing the song with me. And I can record that because I think that would be fun. The mission of this organization is to reclaim the true spirit of St. Patrick's Day by changing the perception and experience from an occasion for binge drinking and other misuse of alcohol to a celebration of the richness of Irish culture and the legacy 
of St. Patrick. I wanted to bring that back into the conversation as we get to the point where we talk about, we've talked about the day, we've talked about the event. Bill, this is a vision. This came to you as you see this young man on the street with the t-shirt, St. Patrick's Day today, hungover tomorrow, which is a cute thing that a 22-year-old kid would wear, right? Like, but there's much meaning in that, right? And that was the catalyst that started this mission. Where does this mission go? What, how big can this go? I mean, it's global, right? You're mentioning that, you know, certainly from the video I watched and, and things on your website, you know, you have buy-in um, across the Atlantic, right? Yeah, so it, it's a global situation. Um, talk to me about your longer term vision. You even said earlier in one of these segments, it's gonna outlast you. It's gonna outlast us, the, the three of us. So talk to me how you see this into the future and what do you need? Well, sure. Uh, I can answer both real quickly. So what people aren't aware of is that St. Patrick's Day is the largest national holiday celebrated around the world in over 180 countries. So obviously growth to more countries, the better. Um, and they all celebrate the day. And we, we always ask people if they want to host their own Sober St. Patrick's Day, which there are guidelines on how to do it on our website, and we'll also help you get started, is to start small, uh, don't bite off more than you can chew, because it will definitely grow. Um, and and the, you know, the, the, the key thing for us, Tommy, is that besides growth to other cities and more awareness, um, I, I think um, the, 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 the fundamental thing of where I where my sights are set for the future um, is for more people to uh, embrace this notion that the Irish are loved worldwide for a reason, right? And part of that is our, our innate um, ability to be very powerful in storytelling and music and dance. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so come and join with us, whether you come to the New York party, whether you attend the digital event in your living room or your bedroom or wherever you are um, and reclaim that um, and, and really embrace that. And so uh, obviously the other thing we're looking for are sponsors and we've got, we've got sponsors, you know, ranging from as little as $500 to as much as 10,000 and plus that's also on our website. Because what is that? So for, for, you know, I, I talk a lot to, in terms bill of, you know, this partnership between for-profits and nonprofits. And when yeah. it comes to a sponsorship, uh, a good friend of mine, Ken Serini, who founded the Imagine Awards, I remember across a room saying to him, we, we were doing a panel discussion and I said, yeah, but Ken, it's not supposed to be quid pro quo, right? And he goes, well, it kind of, no, it is, Tommy. It's a, you know, quid pro quo may, might have a negative connotation, but the point is, you know, gone, at least in my experience are the days where, you know, uh, organizations, although it happens, are just going to write a check and, and you know, mm -hmm. they're, you know, put a poster up. People, organizations, businesses want partnership. They want alignment with the nonprofits that, that they're working with. So, what, the sponsorship levels, what, what exactly is involved for businesses and companies or individuals who want to get involved? What does it look like? Well, sure. It's, it's all explained on our website, but I think that just fundamentally for your listeners, it's really simple. You know, we want to help those for-profits who give us money. Right. It isn't just, would you be nice and write me a check? Because they're right. approached 27 times a day to do that, right. right? It's more a matter of how can we help you, mm -hmm. right? So for instance, for us, I can't think of a healthy product 
in the United States or Ireland that wouldn't want to lend their name to us in our efforts to reclaim the day and more importantly, um, reach a lot of people who want to do that. Whether that's, take your pick, a yogurt company, whether that's, you know, a, a company that, um, you know, um, has the kind of uh, healthy food that one mm -hmm. people, whether, whether that's an exercise equipment, whether yeah. that's, they take your pick, but it, it, knowing that you're right, it is a two-way street and, and we want, you know, them to see value in it and not just be nice guys. 100%. Thanks for pointing that all out. And um, the, the whole embrace the notion of the powerful storytelling of the, of the community and, and uh, of the Irish people. Um, I, my, my uncle, Johnny Cox, who was my Nana, Dolly Feeney, uh, Nana's baby brother, Johnny passed, uh, I guess about eight or 10 years ago, but he was, uh, you know, city fireman and, um, and was, uh, um, FDNY pipes and drums guy, the drummer. And I'm, Uncle Johnny, I'm doing my drumming guys in the attic in case you couldn't tell. But Uncle Johnny was like, you know, at, at weddings, he would end up behind the drum set somehow, you know, like, like, you know, like how I end up in the front of the room accidentally. You know, it's, it's, um, there's those memories. There's so much and God, could he tell a story? And there's so much of that that comes back for me as you're having these discussions. Um, when I, yeah. in, my, in my research, sorry, in my research, there was like, this is the largest national holiday. Like th that, that's yeah, yeah, in the world, right? Yeah, the right. It's, it's incredible. So you were going to say something, I guess, about storytelling. Yeah, I know. So it's interesting because the the other simple thing that 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 we need is for everybody listening to this program to just tell one person. Yeah, that's it. Just tell one person, and ideally, they would then forward it to another, and 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 et cetera, et cetera. And because we know we have something that a lot of people want that isn't provided by anybody else, particularly on the March seventeenth. And, you know, and as far as storytelling goes and year round, because we're not just a one trick pony on March 17th, you know, we're going to start an Irish book club, you know, for people who love storytelling and that'll be a year round thing. And then an Irish food club as well. Um, so um, the, but I think, you know, the key thing of what we need, we, we need people um, to come to our party. It's going to sell out in advance. So um, we just want you to get to know us better. So uh, whether you come live or you come digitally. I love, I love it. And there was something too, and we'll have to get into this another time maybe, but this whole thing about the food and, you know, the, the, you're partnering up with chefs and, and all these kind of things. So yeah. in order to stay abreast of that and Tammy, you and I are always going to be connected now. So we'll you keep in touch. Let me know about this, but you put in the chat, sign up for the newsletter on the website. So go to SoberStPatrick'sDay.org forward slash. That's the one that's like this guys mm -hmm. contact. And you'll be able to uh, contact out HTML. Uh, go to the website. And if you can't figure it out, get in touch with me. TommyD.NYC on, uh, on Instagram. Same on TommyD.NYC on TikTok. And then uh, TommyD at Philanthropy in Focus, P-H-O-C-U-S.com. Every time I say P-H-O-C-U-S, I'm like, why didn't I just spell it the right way? It would have been so much easier <laughs> to just have spelled this different. the way the rest of the world spells it. But I grew up in the 90s and... We used to say fat with a PH in front of it. And I like alliteration. So that's that. All right. So last thing I want to say, Bill, I just final final message before I, I send us on our way and then Tammy, and then we'll get going. It's uh, yeah, I have nothing more to say other than if you want to get a hold of us, real simple. It's just info at SoberStPatrick'sDay.org. Perfect. Info at SoberStPatrick'sDay.org. Tammy Ellen McLaughlin, anything else? For, uh, thank you. 
for everything. And thank you for asking us what our ask is, because that's important. So we appreciate that. Bill kind of had the big picture strategy. I'm coming in with the tactical saying, please sign up for the newsletter. That would be a really um, big, that would be great just to start the relationship, start the, uh, the connection and engaging. And um, I have a great story about how I met Bill and I work for him, but I don't think we have time. So maybe we don't have time. So next time on the show, when Tammy comes back, she'll tell me that story. You know, we'll do Tammy. We'll do a quick video about that one day, kind of like promoting people to come back to this video. All right. Thank you both for being here. Thank you everybody for plugging in. Mary, thanks for checking in on, um, uh, on Facebook. We are going to get you on the show to have, the conversation about your organization mm-hmm. thanks to steve fry talk about steve fry the smb guy thanks for checking in yes drink your shamrock shake yeah you and i yeah. should sit down and and i was going to say share one but we'll like <laughs> you steve you can get us mcdonald's as a sponsor there you That's go a brilliant yes. idea well, it's yeah. funny what, what i'm about to say is his show comes on right now the SMB guy comes on with Always Friday. So if you're here on the network or Bill, if you can stay, stay around or go to talkradio.nyc, get in Steve's Fry's ear. Maybe he's got the people at McDonald's on, on speed dial. Maybe I have speed. I have pictures of Shamrock Shakes. If you need them, I'll text they're, them to you. Hashtag, where's Ronald? That's how yeah. we do it. I got I got I got to leave it there because we got to let make room for Steve and the others. Bill, thank you so much, Tammy. And listen, thank you, Tommy. Last thing, the New York City Imagine Awards applications are out there. NYCImagineAwards.com. Make it a great day. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. UK time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.